Continuing Simon Kuf Samaches, we are in the middle of Sivches at the words V'yachaluhu B'Seichasuda. So I apologize for the delay. It's been uh, six weeks or so. But Baruch Hashem, I hope to be able to get back to the Shirim. So stay tuned and hopefully we will catch up shortly. The Shulchan Aruch is continuing the beginning of Sivches, which we learned six weeks ago. In Sivches, the Shulchan Aruch discussed different types of of Blilaraka. We have a thin batter, like a crepe or so. And the halacha is that is considered um, Zionist. But if someone is Kaveh Suda on it, then you would make Hamaitzi. So a crepe might not be the best example, but but let's say a pancake or so. Now, the Shulchan Aruch concludes, it's a very important halacha, if a person eats this pancake, which is, let's assume this is considered a Pasababakisnen, it's a sweet or the like. So shalei machmas asuda. So if you're eating it inside a suda, shalei machmas asuda tunen bracha lefneim v'lelechreim. So what does this mean? So this requires a hakdama, and the truth is, we will dedicate. There will be a dedicated sif and a simon later on in Shulchan Aruch discussing desserts and brachas during the meal. But in short, the halacha is as follows: the only time a person does not make a, a separate bracha chreina is if he eats the item b'soichasuda, meaning if in the middle of a meal you also ate chocolate, cashews, uh, ice cream, or something, whatever you ate, then as far as bracha achreina, the bracha achreina patters anything that was eaten b'soichasuda, anything that was eaten during the meal, one is yaitza, is birchas amazon, does not need to make a separate alamichya or burnafashas. However, what about the first Bracha, the bracha rishayna, the initial bracha. So it depends. If it's coming machmas asuda, the Gemara says. If it's there machmas asuda, it's because of the suda, which the rishayna explain. Most rishayna explain, it's coming to satiate. So then it's included in the hamaytzi. Hamaytzi lechem and is a bracha on the entire suda. Anything that is considered suda food, soup, uh, chicken, kugel, whatever you eat as your main dish or side dish, that would all be considered machmas asuda. However, items that are used as desserts. Let's say candy, ice cream. Okay, ice cream and ice is, we will discuss the machlaikis if it's considered a, just a, a beverage and you don't make brachas and beverages during a meal. That's how we paskin. But let's say other items. A person is trying some fruit. He's having uh, chocolate, nuts, perhaps even cake, right? Anything that would be considered a non-suda food. You're not eating it to, to satiate oneself. You already ate, you know, five courses Shabbos morning, and now you're just simply tasting something for dessert, you would need to make a new bracha. Now, there's a question. If something is a suffix, if it's hamaitzi, maybe it's hamaitzi, and if I if it's possibly hamaitzi, why would the halacha require me to make a new bracha of mezainus when perhaps I was already yoitza with my bracha of hamaitzi? And therefore, you're going to see, many achorinim hold, that anytime there's a suffix, if it's hamaitzi, you do not make a new bracha of mezainus, even if it's coming as a dessert, because you can rely on the hamaytzi that you made, and don't lechatchila make a new bracha, because we say safek brachas lahakel. Now, based on that, going on a tangent for a second, there are those, my Rebbe, Rebbe Saul Reisman Shlita, he said, he, he holds, why put yourself in a safek at all? Let's bench, and this is based on a benish chai and other paiskim, they, they will bench right after the, after the meal, and we'll serve dessert later. We'll have dessert later, a few minutes later. It's not a problem of bracha shein because you're avoiding a halachic question, and one is allowed to create a bracha shein when he's avoiding halachic questions. That was that's the pesach of Rabbi Reisman based on the Ben again and others, and that way we we can make the proper brachas and you get more brachas and Shabbos anyways where you're trying to hit the mea brachas. So that's why some people do that because you're running into a shiloh. Now, in that question of suffix 
of bread, there's a general question. We're dealing, we're in Simen Kuf Samaches. These are the halachas of Passover B'Kistin. Now, the Gemara, when the Gemara says Passover B'Kistin is Vaday Mazinus, it's not a suffix if it's a Maitzi. Passover B'Kistin is 100% Mazinus. Now, if a person is Kaveh Suda on it, then it changes the nature of that Passover B'Kistin. That Passover B'Kistin is no longer viewed as a Mazinus item. It is now viewed as a Hamaitzi item. That's the, that's the unique nature of Passover B'Kistin. So if a person is eating what is known as Passover B'Kistin, you would make a Mazinus during the meal because you were not Yaitza with your Hamaitzi. And of course, you'd be Yaitza with your benching because you're eating it B'Sayich Suda. The problem is, and the challenge is, is that there are three different shitas as to what Passover B'Kistin is. Is it something that cracks and crumbles? Is it something that's filled with a, a sweet item or even meat, perhaps? Or is it something that they used an extra liquid that's milk or honey, apple juice, in the dough? One of those three items is Passover B'Kistin. Now, the question is like this. If you have all three combined it's like an apple cake or something that has, it's crunchy, it's sweet, and there's some filling in it. So then everyone would agree this is 100% mezainus. And if you're eating that for dessert, you would indeed make a mezainus. It's not a suffix hamaitzi. If you kaveh it, it changes to hamaitzi. What about the other? What if you only eat, what if this item only has one of the three conditions? It's a cracker, it's a hard pretzel, or it's a chocolate danish where it's not hard. You hope it's not hard. It's a fresh chocolate danish. And it's sweet and has a filling, but it, does, it doesn't crack and crumble. So from the Mechaber's Psaq, this is how the Mishabru understands the Shulchan Aruch. And this is how all the Achorim understand the Shulchan Aruch. And the Shulchan Aruch says that the Achal Hu B'Seich HaSuda, when if, if a person eats Passover B'Kistin in the middle of a Suda, Shalai Machmas Suda, again, it's not coming to satiate you. You already had enough to eat. You're eating it as a dessert. So then, tunin brachalif name. You need a bracha before it because the Mechaber holds that all three shitas don't really argue on each other. These are three possibilities of Passover B'Kistin, but everyone agrees, according to, according to the Shulchan Aruch, in the Shulchan Aruch's eyes, each one of the Passover B'Kistin examples are, have the status of Passover B'Kistin, and they are, there's no suffix. They are for sure a Mezainas. However, the Bir Halacha argues, and the Bir Halacha says, and he brings down from Rishayinim, that no, the three Shittas argue on each other, and if it doesn't have all three, then according to some Shittas, this item is in fact Hamaitzi, or Suffolk Hamaitzi, and therefore... Since we have a suffix, if it's hamaitzi or not, why would I tell you to make a new bracha on the mezainus? Maybe you already yaitzi with your hamaitzi, and therefore the mishabru argues on the shochanar. The shochanar says you make a bracha on any passive bekistin teichasuda, and we'll see the mishabru. The berhalach argues on this. Let's see the mishabru sifkat mem, and then we'll conclude the machaber, and we'll see siftes as well. Mishabru sifkat mem v'achaluhu appears the honey rock and vedakim these thin uh, pancakes. We had dinner chol passive bekistin and before Mr. Zion is eating a ragala. So halach is you'd have to make a bracha. However, that many argue on this, and this seems to be the minog kimudumani, and that's why I spent five minutes discussing it because it's a very common thing with people eating desserts. So, you would not make a bracha on cake or cookies or or anything like that that has a status of possible kisna unless it has the three conditions. You would not make a bracha on that teichasuda. You're only eating it. As a sweet item, let's say a person he's having a slice of bread and a cheese danish for breakfast. So you would not make a new bracha on that, even according to the mechaber, because that is the meal. We'll see more of these halachas when we deal with the halachas of desserts. Since you're not eating it for the shem suda, one is not yotze with the berachas hamaitzi. Let's say on the flip side, let's say a person ate so many pretzels. 
the sheer of eating too much, and not too much, but enough that's considered a suda, because then it has the status of bread. So let's say a person, interesting halacha, let's say a person is in the middle of eating his dessert, and he eats pasta of a kiss, and then he goes to the sheet of the machaber, and he, he was supposed to make a mazainus, but he didn't. He forgot to make a mazainus. So he has two options now. You can either make a mazainus now and eat a little more, or eat a lot more, and now it changed from mazainus to hamaitzi, and you were already, and you were already yitzah with, you, with your hamaitzi that you made in the beginning of the meal. The king the yacham shleib b'seich suda, said the baruch hamaitzi, meil b'seich suda, nifta b'berchas hamaitzi. Now, this discussion of the Hamaitzi being pattering the Mazayinus or not, that's a question when it comes to pas habba Let's say a person's having noodles, or we said even crepes that are a, th- a thin batter that runs and there's oil. Shebon the Mazan al Tafshil. Tamir When it's a noodle, so that is always considered. Coming unless someone comes up with a new recipe of noodle desserts, which could be a crepe, or you could have some type of donut. We'll discuss donuts later. Even in that case, and we consider it a regular uh, uh, Don't take out some fruit. It's a fruit uh, strudel or the like, and. In the Mishnah Brewer's eyes, we consider it always coming to satiate, and therefore we would not make a brach on it because it's like chicken and rice. It's the same thing. It happens to be a passive kiss an item, like an apple, but if that's being served as a side dish, that would never require its own bracha. Now, whenever you learn these halachas, you have to keep in mind that historically Yidin did not have so much food at the table. Today in America, and throughout the world, for most places, Baruch Bechazde Hashem, we have so much food that very often items that are being served as desserts uh, could be, in fact, items that in other people's homes would be the main dish, would be considered a side dish. So it's not so simple in, in today's environment to assume everything cooked is automatically going to be possible, uh, automatically going to be macham sasuda. There are many different types of desserts. They have, uh, we, we'll go through it, Mirta Shem, we learn the of desserts, but we're touching upon it now. So just a maramakam anilach that there's more to elaborate on this. Now, the Mechaber continues, going back up to the Mechaber. Let's say you have such a thin item that's like a paper, like a rice paper or the like. That's tuffle to the Mechachas. So you have a rice paper or the like. Obviously not rice, but it could be even a wheat paper. It's there simply as a spoon. It's not really there to eat. So then it's tuffled to the main dish. So if you have a steak on top of this merkachas, the merkachas is the ikr, and the, I'm sorry, the merkach, if the steak is the merkachas, and you have it on top of this uh, rakikin dakin, the most classic example of this would be ice cream, an ice cream cone, a simple ice cream cone that, that's uh, the cheap one, not a uh, sugar cone. So that's just paper, basically. It's holding the ice cream together. So even if it's technically a mazainus uh, item, you would not make a mazainus in it. It's simply holding the ice cream, and it's, because you're Now, why is it tough? Well, we're going to learn in a few different places that anytime you have a mazainus, the mazainus is always considered the ikr. So, how could it be a tough here? So, a very important 
distinction. One is, does not have kavana to eat the rikikin. He doesn't have kavana to eat the cone. doesn't want to get his hands dirty. And we'll see in simulation base, it gets complicated when a person has a fancy cone. You actually want to eat the crunchy cone. You spent another 50 cents at the ice cream store to get the waffle cone, the sugar cone. So how can you tell me you didn't have kavana for it? You obviously do have kavana for it. And then you have a question of ikaritafa. But let's say they don't, they don't have any cups. They have cones. The cone is simply a cup. Then you would not make a bracha on the cone. So the actual cracker is good. And the cone is good and people like it. Then you would only make one bracha. You make a mazaynus on the whole uh, situation of ice cream in the cone. But here, the Mishnah Bruce says a very important distinction, which many achronim argue on, and we'll have to spend time in Rashid Bez and Hilchas Ikar to discuss what to do al But here, the Mishnah Bruce says it depends. If it's only if it's baked together, which would be a case of ice cream. So you have kavanati both of them in a makachas ban lafas and the shanum and sarhavaragam alamakachas you have to make two separate brachas. Now the Akhorinim and Rashid Bayes discuss if you're eating in a one bite, perhaps every single bite has both of them, then automatically we have a situation of ikravatafo. So that's a question we have to deal with later on. Pitartan, the machla makachas mamala, the ishir arakikan vaachalon mithni atzman, sarh levarich barmani mazanasalam. So if he ate all the steak, and then he has the leftover paper, uh, the cone, then you make a barmanazanas. But let's say you ate the ice cream cone with the ice cream together. So you have the cheap cone, or you have your meat and you have your wheat paper underneath it. And you have a little bit left of the tuffel, so to say. Allah, you don't make a separate brach on it. We're not concerned for the gemarchilo, the end item, which comes up. Let's say a person's eating yogurt or something else, and there's a little bit of tafel left on the bottom of his bowl. So, as long as you eat them together and you only made one bracha, so the tafel was already tafel to your original bracha, and one would not need to make a new bracha. Let's just see some test, and we'll conclude for if something is considered bread, so then even if you're eating a crumb of small piece, so when it comes to bracha rishayna, we say to eat can't have any hana until you make a bracha, even if it's a small hana. But to make a bracha chrena, we don't make a bracha unless you eat a kazayas of bread, and this comes up in all types of foods and beverages that the bracha rishayna is on even the smallest amount, but the bracha chrena is only if you eat a minimum shear. Siv katan mem zayin and the mishabura pachas mikazayis for it did not feel cold. Who does the honest minayim hazeh? The bracha one is not allowed to benefit from this role without a bracha. Kolom, hainu le berches hamazon. V'loishul bracha chorin. Not any bracha chorin. One will not make a bracha chorin unless he eats a kazayis of the item. That only then does the bracha chorin requirement kick in.